the Teaching Brute. Today we're going to start on a multi-episode arc um, about a program that is currently running in the United States in many schools, and it's also in a few schools internationally. And this program is called Responsive Classroom. Um, if you've been working uh, in an American schools or more just in general international schools, you may have had teachers get trained in this over the past few years. Uh, it's been around for quite some time, actually, um, but has really started to get more traction in, in international schools in the past five or six years in particular. Um, so, Responsive Classroom is effectively not a program, an, academic, an academically driven program. It's very much a classroom culture, classroom organization, um, kind of way of li- way of teaching life program. Yeah. Um, and it's something where so Andrew's gone through the training for responsive classroom now. I have. I have not. I've just been doing research on my own, reading books, websites, and stuff like that. So we're going to come at it. Also, the fact that he's a classroom teacher and I'm a specialist teacher. Yeah. We're going to be coming at it from two different points of view. Yes. And admittedly, I am, so as a, as a bit of a, bi- a pre-heads up on the bias, I am very pro-responsive classroom. Um, I thought the training was really, really good. Uh, and what you will notice when you start to hear about this is you might go, oh, I've been doing some of this already. And that is the truth. A lot of it you have been doing. I, I totally find that. In, yeah. in everything that I've read so far, kind of like, well, yeah, I did learn how to do that, and I did learn how to do that, and I figured out how to do that. So it's things that if I had known about Responsive Classroom and done the training when I first finished university and was into my first classroom, wow, it would have saved me so many headaches. Yeah, but even though, even if you are like a 10th year teaching or whatever, it's still really valuable. It's still the kind of thing that there's little, there's little slight differences in the program you kind of go, oh, yeah, if I did that instead, that would make my teaching life better. So you will notice as we're talking over the course of this arc that there are things that will catch you, just like the things that caught me. Bear in mind, I'm not a trainer. I'm not an expert. I'm talking about this based on my experiences that I've had with Responsive Classroom over the past couple of years. Um, I got my training this past summer. However, I've been doing a lot of the practices with the help of colleagues for a year or two now. Okay, so when I was on the Responsive Classroom website mm-hmm. and I was looking to figure out what it was, because yep. you know, seeing RC and Responsive Classroom, that doesn't actually tell me what it is. But this is what I found. Here's a quote. It's an evidence-based education approach associated with greater teacher effectiveness, higher student achievement, and improved school climate. Yep. And then it continued on. Uh, These practices help educators build competencies in four interrelated domains, engaging academics, positive community, effective management, and developmentally responsive teaching. Yes. Does that basically sum it up? In a really not right in the classroom way, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. This sounds like like a nice ivory tower. And, and, And you know what the funny thing is? When it's all done is actually an achievable tower. Uh, it is easier when you get whole school buy-in. I will give mm-hmm. you a heads up on that. But it starts small and builds, as it did with my school. Um, its core values and principles just make sense. So over the course of the next few weeks, you're going to hear a complete episode on something called the morning meeting and related to it, the closing circle. You're going to hear a whole episode on the idea of rules and logical consequences. You're going to hear a whole episode on modeling an academic choice. Yeah, and you're going to hear a whole episode 
on energizers. And you're kind of going, what do you mean? Brain breaks. Um, but to get you started, what we're going to do is recommend a few books to you, kind of get your feet wet, and kind of get into some of the more fundamental ideas of what responsive classroom really is and kind of how, it, how it's not necessarily just an academic program. Well, it's not an academic program. No, it's a culture shift. It's a culture shift. It's more, doesn't it focus more on social and emotional than academics? It does. And it's the idea that it, 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 it takes the current understandings and figures out ways to get around the challenges. For example, a classroom full of squirrely kids or teenagers. Because, by the way, just as a clarification, responsive classroom is not just elementary. So they do have programs that go as high as grade 8. High school teachers, I think they're still developing that part of it. I could be wrong if I am. Please let me know. As an elementary teacher, I'm mostly focused on the elementary side of things. And I got to say, most of the research that I found yeah. is focused on the elementary side of things. Yes, it did start in elementary. Uh, it's been growing, and there are workshops for middle school specialists. And there are workshops for specialists, period. Yes. So it's one of those things. If you are a primary elementary music teacher, librarian, PE teacher, whatever, they've got stuff for you too. This is not one of those programs that we see all the time where everybody has to get the training and you're sitting there going, and how does this relate to my classroom? Right. The only one that requires some significant design shifts is the morning meeting closing circle. And we'll get into that in the morning meeting closing circle episode. Um, but the other ones, the energizers, the social emotional learning, the modeling, the rules and logical consequences, they're all consistent because they're not, like I said, it's not a program-based approach. Okay, so just as little teasers is what's coming up. Um, you know, give, give me the elevator snippet what is morning meeting closing circle? Um, it, it literally takes place exactly when it sounds. It's one of the first things you do in the morning and one of the last things you do at the end of the day. And it gets kids ready for the day. So what, what kind of things would you be doing there? Because, I mean, normally a homeroom teacher comes in, they do the roll call, they do the announcements. You know, maybe there might be a show and tell, like... And isn't that just the, a, isn't that just morning meeting? Might be part of it. You say that. Okay. Uh, and it makes me, it has a couple of key components. It has the greeting, the sharing, which is where you might see a show and tell, maybe. Um, the group activity and the morning message. Okay. And that isn't necessarily the order because there's some little quirks inside that. We'll get into that in that episode. Uh, when we talk about um, the logical consequences, um, we're talking about non-punitive responses to challenges and behavior. Um, when we talk about modeling, we're talking about explicitly teaching procedures and routines. Um, when we talk about energizers, that's the fun one. That's when we talk about the little things that get your, your learners' brains kind of reset and ready to go. Um, and there's a lot of them, by the way. So uh, when you're saying, okay, as a music teacher, there's a lot of energy in my room. Sometimes yes. there's too much energy in my room. Right. And there are energizers that are meant to calm but there's also energizers that are meant to build. Okay, so they're calling it a category of energizers, but it's not actually necessarily increasing no, it's the a, energy it's laterals. A, it's a break. Okay, so you've got a brain break, a time to refocus. People can kind of calm down yep. a little bit from their hyper recess time. Yep, and then you've also got something called quiet time, which we will talk about 
a lot when we talk about the rules logical consequences there because that also ties into something called um, a timeout. Now, don't think kindergarten timeout face the wall share. I'll t- we'll talk about that okay, more. Okay, because, you know, as soon as you said timeout, I was like, wait a second, yeah. what about the logical consequences? Right, and that's part, that's part of it. Okay. Um, so, over the next few weeks, you will hear a lot about these key components and how they are awesome. Not that I'm biased. No, not at all. So how much did you get paid for this? None. None. Response to classroom. Yes. Um, And by the way, if you want to learn more, right off the bat, if you want to start looking into this a bit more, uh, I'll immediately give you two resources that are awesome. First one is called The First Six Weeks of School. It's a really, really great book you can look into. The second one is called The Morning Meeting Book. Especially applies to elementary teachers, both of those books. So I'll be a heads up specialist. There are more specialized books for you out there. Yeah, there and is there is one from Responsive Classroom that is actually called Responsive Classroom for Specialist Teachers. Yep. And it is specifically geared for music, PE, etc. Yep. My copy is in the mail. And they have a uh, worldwide delivery store. They will not they're not biased. I think they they'll ship at least here to Hong Kong. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they ship in most parts of the world. So, you know, heads up. And that's right from the website, by the way. And uh, the website, by the way, just before we go, plugging the website, responsiveclassroom.org, O-R-G. That's where you're going to find a lot of the fundamentals, basics, where you're just doing for workshops, um, where their store is. Yeah. And where, like, a lot of their online links are for, for uh, printables. Awesome. So, hope you will be tuning in. Yep. You've got your taster of what's coming up. And we will see you there. Absolutely. Bye. Bye.